Welcome to the Be Healed Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hannett, and this podcast is dedicated to helping you receive the healing that Jesus Christ died to give you. Our ministry has been seeing Jesus heal people for more than 20 years. And Be Healed is filled with interviews with pastors, teachers, healing ministers, and average people who share their stories of how they receive their healing. In addition, we open the Word of God together, the Bible, to receive teaching so you may have a strong biblical understanding of God's promise to heal you. Today, I have a very special guest. His name is Tony Myers. He's the founder of Outside the Four Walls Ministry. He's been healed from Lou Gehrig's disease. And Tony is a healing minister and the author of five books on physical healing. His YouTube channel is Tony Myers Healing, and he hosts Pushing Boundaries with the Charisma Podcast Network. His testimony was also featured on the 700 Club, and Tony is with us today to share some very important information. Now, I want to let you know we did have some technical difficulties uh, with the sound quality of this episode. However, I felt that the content of this episode is so important and that there was an anointing in the delivery of Tony's story and message that I just had to let it go as is. I've been doing this long enough to know that you can't recreate certain moments and the way things are said. So bear with us a little bit in this episode, but I know that you're going to be blessed because God taught Tony one specific thing. And if you get this revelation, you're going to get healed. All right, let's get ready to listen to Tony Myers and this miraculous encounter in healing by Jesus Christ. Thank you very much, Steve. Honor to be here. Amen. You know, Tony, it's encouraging because as we were speaking with one another, I, I was just getting touched with the reality of the power, but yet the simplicity of what God showed you that, that caused this amazing miracle to happen. And I think a lot of people, when they think about healing, they overcomplicate it. They say, I've got to go to Bible college. I've got to, you know, study these thousand books. But God approached you very simply, but yet very powerfully. And I, I can't wait for people to hear what God did in your life. Tony, could we start off? Just tell us what was life like? What were you suffering from? Uh, what, what, what was going on in your life before God moved in your life uh, in, 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 with his healing power? T -t take us into the day in life of Tony Myers back then. Well, back then, I was angry. I was militant. Uh, I was an atheist. A person couldn't even approach me with Jesus. Somebody approached me with Jesus. I did, in fact, several times assault people. Uh, I could not stand the name of Jesus. Uh, and so I was an atheist. But in 2006, what started to happen was I lost my appetite. It was as if my belly was full of rock. I seldom got hungry. I would eat every couple of days. And it wouldn't be a full, complete meal. It would be just bite. I also had this thing I called dead, death tires. I would just wake up, start driving to work, and just 
pure exhaustion would hit me. I would have pull over the side of the road, and I would fall asleep in a minute. Hmm. And then I would wake up. It'd take 10 or 15 minutes. I'd wake up, drive to work, and here I am every so often just just breaking down and sleeping. That continued on. At the same time, when I met my wife, she was a Christian. I told her, well, we ain't talking about God. I said, I got a problem with God. We'll leave it at that. Truth was, I didn't believe in God, and I hated the name of Jesus. And I told her, I said, don't let me see a Bible. You do whatever you want. You go to church. You do whatever you want. Just don't involve me in it. And now this was, to my knowledge, the the first time I had been in a relationship with a Christian. So all that was kind of blowing my mind to begin with. Meanwhile, it seemed like the moment I stepped foot in Virginia, everything got worse physically. Uh, I would just, my legs would just collapse. I would lose strength, wouldn't even know it was coming, and just fall down. My arm. Uh, There's an incident at work. Uh, I got a job as a welder. Me and my partner were welding. I was holding a piece of steel, and he was right below that steel. His head was. All of a sudden, my arms gave out. And that piece of steel went crashing. If he hadn't moved as quickly as he did, that plate of steel would have crushed him. And so that was just how it would just happen. No warning, no anything. It got to the point in 2009, because I would never go to a doctor. Mm. I hate a doctor. And I would never go. Finally. Deb and her niece pretty much forced me to go to the VA. So, Tony, when, when you went to the doctors, these, these symptoms are getting worse and worse. You're, you're not able to control your, your, your body, your muscles. You're, you're having all of these problems. What did the doctors eventually uh, say to you? What, what did they find? Well, eventually, as of 2011, is when they diagnosed me with Lou Gehrig's disease. And on top of that, I had a ton of other things wrong, back problems, severe back problems. I had severe PTSD as well. We're talking about, I was just a totally screwed up person from head to toe. So I don't remember who brought it up, because I told my wife, don't you even bring up church. I don't know if I brought it up or she, we still quibble about it. It's like, well, I did. And I'm like, no, I think I did. But I did go to church. And the first time I went, now this time I'm in a walker. And I'm not able to move one foot in front of the other. I had to swing my lower body forward to go forward. So I was using all arm strength. I'm sorry, I did not like the preacher at all. Young kid, and I just did not like him. And plus, when you're when you're in severe pain, you're not concentrating on anything anyhow. 
And so the service just kind of went by. One thing I liked was they dressed normal. They were just dressed like I am. And that was one thing because I told my wife, I'm going just as I am. And if if you, if I see one look from anyone, I'm going to punch him out and walk out and never go back. The first dude I saw had a bandana. I'm like, okay, I'll stay. So then after the service, we're walking to the car, which I'm struggling to get there. So this little bitty old woman, black hair, comes up to me and says, can I pray for you? And then she puts her hand on my shoulder. I did not like people touching me. If I could have, I would, I would have moved her hand off of me. But I couldn't. I was holding on to the walker for dear life. Couldn't let go. I was on crushing down. Then she starts speaking this gibberish. I'm like, what in the world is this? I had no clue about speaking in tongues, which I do now. But I didn't back then. And I, I often make the statement, if I would have been able to let loose of the walker, I would have hit her. Because mm. I had no clue what was going on. And then my wife afterwards, her eyes got real big. She did not know how I was going to react. And um, she's like, what did you think about that? I'm like, I thought that was just absolutely crazy. You have all these things going on in your body. You go to church. It's not a positive experience. And now it even got stranger with somebody praying in the spirit uh, with, with, with tongues. You know, because you didn't get healed at that, at that moment, right? You, you, you were just kind of not having the best experience with church at that time. So it got worse, right? To tell us how bad this got worse. Uh, what, what emotional state were you in? Uh, you, you, know, you gave church a try. Uh, nothing really happened. Somebody prayed for you. You, you got weirded out by it. You, you, didn't, you didn't get touched by it. Um, so did, did things get worse after that for you, for you physically and mentally? Oh, yeah. Things went downhill very rapidly. Um, my stomach became completely paralyzed. I could talk, but it would be mush and it would be very weak. Wow. I couldn't. I could. As weak as it was then, I couldn't even try to fake it today. It was very, my voice was very weak and just mumble because I had no control over my tongue. Back problem. Uh, by that time, I was in the wheelchair. So things, not, not only to mention that, but the fact my stomach is completely paralyzed. And let me let me just tell people those those who don't know about Lou Gehrig's disease, it, it is a disease of the motor neurons. It is a degenerative disease, right? It, deserves, it destroys the nerve cells that control voluntary muscle movement. Your, your whole body, in other words, was shutting down at, at this time. So you're, you're bound to the wheelchair. I mean, we, we just have to appreciate the degree to which your body was, was headed toward death. I was literally skin and bone because as the seat, where the nerve sends a signal through, the nerve cells go through a sheath, that dies, then that particular muscle dies. Wow. And it's very violent. Your muscle violently contracts. And it's 
extremely painful. You feel, you know when a muscle dies. Extremely painful at that time. And you know you just lost another muscle. Wow. Tony, you, you, you described that you were at a point where you didn't want to live any longer. That's right. Um, in my mind, I was a dead man. I saw how my wife, you know, we had no uh, full-time care for me. I had to be in the wheelchair 2407 and no way to put me on a bed. And so I was in the wheelchair 2407. She would have to do everything. I was tired of seeing her suffer. Not to mention how much I was suffering, but I was tired of seeing her suffer as well. Yes. And so every day, now there was one point, and this would have been March 2011, when they actually gave me the diagnosis. That's when they diagnosed me. And once this is one of them things I had no clue about the Holy Spirit, but I told the doctor, the Lord Jesus would heal me. Where that came from, I don't know. Wow. But out of my mouth came those words. Talk about this time that you now, God begins to break through this, this just environment of death and, and pain. Uh, you were sitting in your living room. Tell us what he showed you. So I'm sitting there. The thought goes, it just came across. Jesus suffered more in one day than I've suffered this whole time. And I started imagining the whipping post. Then all of a sudden, it was what I know now is an open vision, but it was like all of a sudden I saw a hologram, and it was Jesus at the whipping post with a Roman soldier. And that Roman soldier had such fury. I was aware I was still in the wheelchair, but it was as if I was standing right in front of him. The tip of the whip would wrap around his front first, and you would see of his flesh just fly through the air. You would see pools of blood on the ground. I, I, I was an infantry soldier when I was in the military. I had never seen anything like this. And I'd seen some bad stuff. This was unreal. And now, after my healing, I found Psalm 22, which said I could tell all his bones. That's one thing that I've used. I really saw it because I had no knowledge of that. And I saw him look down and actually see bones. Now, with that, Everybody shows the cross is this big, huge, massive thing way up in the air. What I saw, it wasn't no more than a couple feet off the ground. His head would have been like just as six feet, would be just above you. You couldn't even tell that his legs were legs. You couldn't tell his fingers were fingers. He did not look human. My eyes went right to his eyes for the first time in my life. I felt peace and I felt love. The only way I can explain it is liquid gold. Wow. You know, Isaiah chapter 52, verse 14 says, 
just as many were astonished at you, so his visage, right, his appearance was marred more than any man, and his form more than the sons of men. And while you're describing this, this was more than you've you've seen in the battlefield, and and you're overtaken by this. And and so what a violent picture. A gruesome picture you're seeing, a pool of blood, uh, flesh being torn. You're, you're, you're seeing his body absolutely ripped open. Yet you're telling us that you were receiving this idea of liquid gold or love coming forth from it. Talk with us about that. Dude, what, what's this? What were you experiencing? What? I mean, you're seeing this gruesome picture of, gru- of, of crucifixion. Tell us about this love. I'm looking into his eyes. And what's going through my head is that Jesus loves me. For a man, give himself such a manner. And now, I hadn't read the Bible. I didn't know any scriptures at this time. I didn't even know who the Holy Spirit was. I knew nothing. Wow. And then that's when, and once again, now I know, but back then, I did not know. I just started saying, Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. I said three times. And then I said, back pain, go away. I Once again, I had no clue why I was saying that. And I said that three times. And then I said, in the name of Jesus, three times. And then all of a sudden, I had suffered from this back pain for over 30 years. And I was 43 at this time, right there about. And so I had been in constant pain, but I was in toughness. And the pain just left. And I'm doing like a double take. But then all of a sudden, I say, this loves me. And then said, fingers move. And my fingers started moving. So then I take the wheelchair and I go into the hallway. Wheelchair went in the bedroom where my wife was. And I'm just showing her my fingers. I'm moving my fingers all over the place. They have been in a fist and wouldn't move from a fist. Yeah. Yeah. And so here she is. She's got a look of shock on her face. I'm in shock. And then. I tell her, or try to, uh, if Jesus is willing, I'll be back walking. So I go park the wheelchair in the corner in the living room, the normal place. This time, I just say, legs move. My legs move. Wow. Then I say, Jesus, don't let me fall. And I stand up, and I start walking towards the bedroom. And my wife says, I look like Frankenstein. From that point, everything else started functioning. Wow. This is so powerful. Of all the things that God can teach you, folks, the Bible is comprised of 66 books. It's comprised of thousands of verses. And God shows you, Tony, the the center of the work of Jesus that the scriptures reveal is his suffering. And then this powerful revelation comes as Jesus loves me. 
And then you begin to command your body. You're speaking to your body. You don't know what to do, but you're <laughs> speaking to your body. I, this is powerful because the love of God that, that, that we come to understand from the suffering somehow elevates us into such the depth of spiritual anointing, the depth of spiritual understanding that you somehow know automatically because of his suffering, God loves me. God loves me so much that my body should be healed. Is, is that an accurate statement? Is, is that what happened to you? Because I think people listening need to hear this, that if they were persuaded that the sufferings of Christ truly reveal this, this magnitude of his love, would it create the faith for us to just speak to our body? Yes, would. And that is so huge because he knew, he knew he was going to do that. You look at the garden where he says, Father, if it's your will, let this cup pass from me. He knew exactly what he was going to go through, but he was willing to go through it because of his immense love. And to love somebody, that look, that gaze I had with him, I will never forget because when he's in such immense pain and agony, but yet he can pour love into me who had seconds before aided his name. This is what the revelation of the cross does for us. I want to tell you who are listening, there are a lot of people who don't believe healing is for today. They don't believe that God's promise for miracles are available for all. There is a lot of confusion. And there are people who actually try to use the Bible to make a case that God doesn't desire to heal us today. But I hope you're hearing this message today. God showed Tony the suffering of Jesus Christ on the cross and the revelation of the love of God cuts through every false argument. It cuts through every false teaching. It cuts through every denominational uh, uh, wrong thinking. It breaks the mindset. Why? Because as soon as Tony understood the love of God, he wasn't thinking about all those theological arguments that are wrong. He's not thinking about the tradition of men. He's not thinking about the doubts that plague mankind. He's operating through revelation. God loves me. And, and you know how we know that this is true? Because that love led to healing. Folks, did you hear what was happening to his body? He wasn't able to walk. He wasn't able to talk. His stomach was no longer functioning. He was skin and bones. And the revelation of the love of God broke through and transformed it. Now he's walking, talking, and, and, and now he's, he's healed. He's healed. I want to tell you that we can have this healing today. We can have this touch today. It is not just for Tony. It is for you. Jesus Christ died for all. And I want to read a verse in Isaiah 53, 
Tony, this was the verse that I heard when the day I was healed. It's chapter 53 of Isaiah, beginning with verse 4. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. It says in verse 5, but he was wounded or for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. Tony, yes, sir. Let me throw this in. Yeah. Because I don't think a lot of people know this. That word for grief and sorrows is all about physical pain, physical grief, physical sorrows. I forget the exact Hebrew words, (laughs) but those Hebrew words, all, all, uh, everything from the garden to the cross. Yes. He carried our healing. Amen. And Tony, in Matthew chapter 8, Jesus was physically healing people that it says that it might be fulfilled what was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. He himself took our sicknesses and our diseases, our infirmities. This is such a powerful testimony, Tony, because God showed you what you needed to know. And, and, and Tony, would you agree that if we would simply focus on the person and the work of Jesus, that will be overwhelmed by his love? Absolutely. That's absolutely true. Tony, I've got to bring out an element of your testimony that that I think is 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 important. You didn't eat. You you were eating two, three times a week, and then your stomach, you said, was shutting down. You you should have died already because your body wasn't getting the nutrients and not functioning. Um could you tell us what happened after you were healed? about the meal you had (laughs) and what they told you that should have happened after you ate? So remember, this was for six years. It was just a couple bites every other day or so. And then starting December of 2011, which December 2011, January 2012, my stomach was completely paralyzed. Nothing was moving. And I had no feeding tube, no intravenous feeding. They would put about 150 calories of insure on my tongue. Wow. I couldn't swallow either. Wow. But, which is about the size, that, about teaspoon is all that was. And it would just in my stomach. So, then, I'm, I'm at the church's worship service is in a strip mall's parking lot that after my healing, me and my wife decided to go to, to show people. So the uh, business manager of the church comes up to me and my wife, and she's like, Tony, can you eat? And I'm like, well, my stomach's burning. I don't know what. And my wife and her, Yvonne look at me, start laughing. You're hungry. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, is that what it is? <laughs> I mean, everything was brand new. Hallelujah. I was like a baby in an adult body doing everything for the first time. I remember 
during that same time at the worship service, my wife wanted a bottle of water. I walked over, and I was able to open it up by myself. Hallelujah. So then, so they took us Cracker Bell. I had country fried steak, all the vegetables, everything, ate it all. Then the next day when the home health care nurse came in, which we, we're believers, so we can laugh, right? Yes. So what I did, I saw her pull up. They did not know anything. They didn't know I was healed. They didn't know nothing. I put the empty wheelchair right there where it always was. I opened up the door, stood behind the door, jumped out at her. <laughs> And she almost passed out. <laughs> when she recovered, she said uh, that the fact I did not die after the first bite proved that it was indeed God. Praise God. Praise because God. My body should have gone into such shock. Praise God. Uh, Tony, I, I, I don't even want to delay. I, I, I want to let you pray for the people listening right now. And with the simplicity of the revelation, yet the power of the revelation of Jesus' suffering, uh, let's pray for those people right now who are hearing uh, this testimony. Uh, folks, I want to tell you the Bible teaches in multiple places that with God there is no partiality among men. It means what he did for me, what he did for Tony, he desires to do for you. And I want you to receive this prayer right now because I know that Tony believes the word of God. There's fruit in his life. And when he prays for you right now, the miracle is going to happen. So I want you to just pull over. Uh, your car, if you're driving, uh, if you're jogging and listening to this, stop, sit down on a bench, give God the attention right now and receive the prayer of faith for healing in the name of Jesus. Go ahead, Tony. Right now, I speak that the Holy Spirit is flowing through your body. He is healing every single part of your body right now. He is the river of living water, and he's moving through every single part of your body, storing everything. I speak life, life, life. Amen. Jesus' name, and Roy, you, you are an older man, 64 years old. You got gray hair. You wear glasses. And in Jesus' name, right now, I speak, get up out of that wheelchair now. And you get up out of that wheelchair. You got long brown hair. You no longer have MS. You are completely healed. Get up. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that it's happening right now. It's finished. Get up. Do what you couldn't do. Move your body. Thank him. By his stripes, you are healed. Not tomorrow. It happened. When we prayed, when we believed, it happened. Thank you, Jesus. 
Oh, Tony, could you do us a a favor? Can you let the people know how they can connect to uh, to your ministry? And I know you've got a special project going on. And uh, just tell them how they can maybe learn about that. Okay, so what we've got going on is a testimonial movie that is going to be a supernatural thriller. And it's all about Jesus and the Holy Spirit. But it's telling my story in a way that it will attract everyone. And so if you'd like to find out more about that, my website is simple. It's Tony. Believe.com. I'm on YouTube, Tony Myers Healing, and of course CPN with Pushing the Boundaries. And I really, and my, my phone number is on the website, but I want to give you my phone number now as well. Anyone can always call me, and it's 865 585. Five four oh six. I would be honored to pray for you. Thank you, Pastor Steve. Thank you for having me on. Uh, it's an honor to have you, and you know it's a wonderful, glorious truth that Jesus is healer. And we just thank you, Lord, for this program. We thank you. Uh, God, for what you've done in this episode, and I encourage every listener to share the Be Healed podcast. Follow it. Let people know about it. And I want to encourage you, there are a lot of exciting things happening with our ministry, Every House. We want to let you know about it. If you've not seen our TV program yet, make sure you tune into that. It's called The Miraculous Life. And you can go to our website, listen to previous episodes at everyhousenow.org or our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube forward slash my name, Steve Hannett, and you can get those. We thank God uh, for who you are, for what he's doing in your life. And hey, get on our mailing list. You can do that um, by just typing the word healing uh, and texting that to 94,000. Just text healing to 94,000. You're going to get a great download, a PDF download with some verses describing your identity in Jesus. All right, so we want to make sure we get that gift to you. Again, just type healing to 94,000 in your texting application, and that will be sent to you. God bless you. We love you. And know that Jesus Christ is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Alpha and the Omega, and He is our Savior. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Behold podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone, and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. 
Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.